The Fully Loaded Show is brought to you by Fresh Hands Hand Sanitizer. In the face of our current health crisis, Fresh Hands wanted to contribute in a meaningful and useful way. They have partnered with high-quality manufacturers inside the United States to deliver the highest quality product at an affordable price, and it's always made in the USA. Their sanitizer gel and spray cleans and is soft to the skin because sensitive skin shouldn't be something you have to worry about right now. Stay fresh and clean with Fresh Hands. Please visit Fresh Hands, that's F-R-S-H hands.com, and find them at Walmart and Amazon. Fully Loaded, the Fully Loaded Show. Welcome to the Fully Loaded Show with your hosts, J.C. Cornell and Paige DeMarco. And welcome into the Instant Reaction Edition of the Fully Loaded Podcast. Chris Schubert, the Hype Train, alongside Paige Demakos for a very special edition of the post show. And uh, Paige, I'm just going to tell you right off the top here, you're making your debut on the post show. You might not be welcome back next week. I'm, not, I'm not blaming you. Wow. I just want to make that very clear. There is no blame for you, hmm. but 0-1 on, on days where you're scheduled to join me on the post show. I'm just saying. Wow. Just feels, like a per- feels like a personal attack. No, no, no. There'll be plenty of personal attacks on this show. None of them levied towards me. <gasps> where do you want to start, Paige? Where do you want to start on this one? Um, okay. Which part of the box score do you want me to pull up to, to start this conversation? So, <laughs> we talked by, about this. By the way, if you're just joining us, uh, the Bucks lost 38-3 to on Sunday Night Football and looked like a dumpster fire. Okay, yeah. now we can get into wherever we want to go from here. That's exactly right. The final score, 38-3. to Saints demolish the Buccaneers on every in every aspect of the game um, on both sides of the football uh, from a coaching perspective it just it was ugly from beginning to end there was never a moment of positivity during this game I feel for all the fans that went to this game because this was like hey, we get to go to Raymond James. And they allowed, I think, 15,000 fans. And there were so many fans that were so excited to be here for this one. Sunday Night Football, Big Brother has bullied you for so long. Kind of felt like, okay, it's time. Little Brother mustered up the courage. They're ready. And Big Brother came in and went curb stomp on you, literally. Well, I mean, that's, that's what it was. And it was right from the word go, right? You get the ball, you go three and out. And then what does Drew Brees and the Saints do? They march right down the field on you. Mm-hmm. And before you can blink, it's 7 nothing. There's nobody covering, I think it was Traquan Smith who caught the first touchdown of the game. Nobody yeah. anywhere near it in the vicinity. They were in other zip codes down there in Raymond James Stadium. They weren't anywhere close. And it's 7 nothing before you can even blink, right? And it's just, again, you watch that and guess what? I watched the Green Bay game start that way in which they dug themselves into a hole. I watched them have a slow start against the Chargers. I watched them have a slow start just six days ago uh, against the New York Giants. Slow starts are what this team does, Paige. And I said it last week on the instant recap to the Monday night game, late Monday night. This team's flaw, because every team in the NFC has a flaw, Seattle and Green Bay, it's their inability to play defense. And I think you saw that again from Seattle when they played Buffalo earlier today. The flaw of this Tampa Bay team is they are too inconsistent on offense. They cannot find a flow quick enough into these football games. And guess what? When you play top-tier teams, and the Saints are a top-tier team in the NFC, if you are going to spot them a 14-point lead before you can even blink, it is going to be impossible to stay in these football games no matter what you do. I don't care if your quarterback is Tom Brady. I totally agree, and I think the – you know, the scarier thing for this one is that you look at the rushing in this game and you go, okay, Alvin Kamara was, if you told me 
the Buccaneers defense held Alvin Kamara to nine rushing attempts for 40 yards. I would say the Bucs blew this team out of the water. Blew them out of the water because coming into this game, Alvin Kamara has put himself in the MVP conversation because it has been all about Alvin Kamara. Let's, let's look down at the receiving category here, okay? 12 people in, in the receptions category. Deontay Harris, Adam Troutman, Traquan Smith, Josh Hill, Michael Burton, Marquez Callaway. Are you freaking serious? Like it is, it, the practice squad players were getting receptions in this game. I, I, I don't know, man. This is, um, I just finished the TDN Fantasy Podcast with Jake and obviously he was very upset. Um, but it's kind of one of those ones like you got your ass whooped, right? So it's not like it was, you kind of just got to be like, all right, moving on. Because there's not, there's not a whole lot to take from this game at all. There's, not, there's just not. You're not going to go back and watch the film and point something out that these players don't know. They got their ass whooped. They got checked. And now it's time to figure out who this team is and how they bounce back because they play the Carolina Panthers next week. They play a team in the division who went to Kansas City and played a really damn good game against Kansas City and almost won the football game. Yeah, and, you, the football game right. and you will lose this game by two touchdowns if you play like this against Carolina. I'm telling you that. And Paige, I, I think in, I had the same conversation on Monday when recapping the Giant game. I feel like a broken record, but these games are, you look at them through the lens of the big picture because there is the motto of Super Bowl or bust for this team. So every one of these games gets put into that lens. And Paige, let's just take a step back for two seconds. Since the absolute destruction of the Green Bay Packers, which we all thought was the statement by this team of, we've got this figured out. We are playing well, exceptionally well on both sides of the football. Rest of the NFC, look out. Here come the Tampa Bay Bucks. Here's what they've done since then, Paige. Okay, the schedule says they beat the Raiders 45-20. to 20. That was a four-point game in the fourth quarter in which mm -hmm. they had to get a lucky turnover from Derek Carr in order to kind of ice that game and seal it. They won by two on Monday Night Football against the New York Giants and Daniel Jones, and then they get embarrassed at home on Sunday Night Football. This team isn't anywhere near close to that Green Bay Packer game that we saw what, now four weeks ago. If it, it honestly might actually, that game might have been the outlier. That game might have been the mirage. And what we saw when they played the Panthers or they played the Broncos or where they had to come back against the Chargers or the, the battle that they were in against the Raiders, the battle against the Giants, that's more what this team is. Heck, the battle on Thursday night against the Bears where they, where they were in a close one and lost. That's what this team is. They can't find consistency on the offense. You, you brought up a great point about Alvin Kamara, but I'll read you this. Michael Thomas's first game back. He goes five catches for 51 yards, doesn't catch a touchdown. If I would have told you that before the game, you're like, oh, we roll. Tampa wins. No, easy. No problem. They hold him to 51 yards on five catches, and they lose the football game by 35 points. Oh, they kick a nice little field goal at the end of the game to make you feel good so they don't get shut out. That's nice. Really appreciate the effort there, guys. And listen, I want to talk about the defense here in a minute, Paige, but what on earth is Tom Brady doing in that football game in the fourth quarter? I know. The game's it's, it's, over. I know. It, it's, listen, and I know Tom and who the, compet the competitor and, and all that stuff, but they're, the way he was getting hit tonight, right, that's why he needed to sit in this game. And I, 
I, if I was having a conversation with pops, if I was talking to Bruce after the game, I would ask him that. Right. And, and I would love to, to hear the answer. Right. Cause I know I'm quite sure Tom wanted to be in there and he wanted to compete, but there's a greater picture here. And that greater picture involves the Lombardi and playing in Tampa in February. And you can't afford to let Tom get hurt. And this, this offensive line got manhandled, manhandled. Donovan Smith got destroyed in this football game. And guess what? Coming into this game, I was on a show, the loose cannons with Bucks fans. And they said, as they know, because they've played this team in this division for so long, this game will be won or lost in the trenches. Mm -hmm. And man, that was true. They got destroyed up front on the offensive side and the defensive side. They could not get pressure on Drew Brees for the entirety of this football game. And it showed because he had the time. He does not have the arm that he once had, but this was the best performance we have seen thus far from Drew Brees. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. And they, they, again, they use their, the playmakers that they have, the limited amount that they have. Well, they get Alvin Kamara involved. They use Taysom Hill as this gadget player that can go all over the place and confuse you. And they just were able to do whatever they wanted on that side of the ball. The worst performance of the season by this this Bucks defense, and it's not even close. Uh, they they were just it was a mismatch from the word go. Whatever the game plan that Todd Bowles had drawn up in the short week for this game was a bad one. It, it just it was not executed well. I don't think it was put together well. It, it was I, I'll have to go back and maybe look at it a little bit more in depth for later in the week. But this just didn't it wasn't executed well. It wasn't put together well. This was a disaster from the word go. And look, Paige, we've seen over the last couple of weeks this team's been able to protect Tom Brady. The three sacks tonight, they were constantly in his face. That's a problem, right? That is always going to be the problem for this team. If they can keep Tom Brady upright, they're going to have a chance in this game. But, Paige, you lost to the Saints now in both meetings. They now have that edge over you in a tiebreaker for the division, which now means, again, let's look at this through the lens of what this team's goals are. They get to the postseason. And I'm not trying to rain on everybody's parade and say, oh, this team's not going to make it to the postseason. I think this game's an outlier, and they're not going to get blown out each and every week, right? They just played poorly tonight. They got blown out. Okay, we're going to move on. But now they're going to have to go on the road in the postseason. They're not going to have the home cooking. They're not going to have the ability to be at home. That's a difference maker mm-hmm. in the postseason. It matters. And you let the team that has dominated this division a lot over you know, the last 10 years – to dominate you in both meetings this season. And oh, by the way, this statistic just was exceptional to me. It's the first time in Tom Brady's, what, 19 seasons in the league that, it, that now maybe I shouldn't be too surprised because it's the AFC East that he played in. But it's the first time an opponent has swept the season meeting with him. The first time in 19 seasons it's happened. I, I we, we, we pulled that stat out as well. And I think, Listen, one, the AFC East is not the NFC South, first and foremost. Well, that's for sure. I think uh, we've seen that already. No, yeah, nobody in the almost two decades that he played against in the AFC East is Drew Brees, Hall of Fame, Super Bowl winning quarterback um, with Sean Payton. And I think as much as this team, right, and this is where I, I, I caution Bucks fans because I understand the excitement around – this team for this season. And I understand the Super Bowl or bust mentality, but Tom Brady's on a two-year contract. And I told everybody going into this season, I said, listen, this team should compete, but there's a lot of things that they're going to have to learn and they don't have training camp 
and they don't have preseason and there's going to be a learning curve and there's going to be warts and there's going to be issues and COVID's going to throw everybody a curveball. And that's what you've seen across the league. There are no good teams. Pittsburgh is 8-0 and they freaking almost lost to Garrett Gilbert today. Like it, there is no good football teams. Everybody has major issues. There is, if you put a gun to my head and you told me I had to pick the Super Bowl people, I would drop to the ground in my best attempt to avoid it because I would go, I have no freaking clue. I do, I do not have a clue. I can obviously tell you the contenders from the people that aren't going to be there. But good God, the Giants have played tough games against a lot of people. The Rams went to Miami and laid an egg. Miami might be one of the best teams in football right now. Cardinals today, and they're 5-3. and three. They're 2-0 under Tua. Like it, it, this this I, year's like, weird. Where are we? I don't know. 2020 is weird, and there's a lot of variables. And what I would caution Bucks fans to, on this is to say, I understand that you felt like this was Super Bowl or bust. But let me explain something to you. Drew Brees is Super Bowl or bust. New Orleans is Super Bowl or bust. Look at how his contract is structured. He almost retired last year. Tom's not retiring. Tom is playing next year. Whether or not they win the Super Bowl or not. This is, I understand why that lens is the lens that you want to have. But this was the all-in season for the Saints because the contract that they have with Drew Brees is going to destroy this team against the cap. It's going to be really freaking hard. And I'm not saying that this team can't make the Super Bowl. I do think this is an outlier. I do think this is an outlier game. You're not going to see a time where Bruce and Todd and this staff and this and this group of many veterans on both sides of the football are going to show up and not play the game. That's what happened. They looked like they were not prepared from beginning to end, and that is not going to happen again this season. No, I can assure you. Of that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Again, we said it off the jump. This is an outlier. Th- mm-hmm. These things happen over the course of a season. You just play a game that you just look around and you go, I, I don't know. I don't know what we were doing today. Uh, it's just not our day. This was that game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it hurts because it comes at home. I think it hurts because it comes in prime time. I think it hurts because it comes against the team that you're directly competing in in the division. And if you win this game, now all of a sudden you've wiped out what happened in week one when you played this For team. Sure. It, a lot of things lead to where you feel even worse about losing by five touchdowns. Right? It's already bad enough. And then you add in everything I just mentioned. It is in prime time. Uh, it, it is at home. It is against the Saints, right? It makes it worse. I, of course I, it does. Of course it does. But and, I think you, you can't... I caution people to overreact, right? Because I understand what I, why I said you don't learn much from this because you don't. There's, not, there's nothing on tape that they're going to learn. These players know they got their ass whooped and it's better to just go, okay, we need to focus on Carolina and move on than to try and sit here and harp on what was an absolutely horrendous performance from this team. But I can recall being in San Francisco last year when Green Bay was riding high and they came on the road after they had already lost, they got their asses whooped. Three weeks prior, they lost twice. They lost at the LA Chargers in a stadium where they had all Green Bay fans. It was not an opposing game. It was like being at home. They lost. They got their asses kicked. Then three weeks later, they went to San Francisco and got their asses kicked again. And then they went to the NFC Championship game. Like at a certain point, and they like got their asses kicked again for sure. But I mean, that's the, my, I think Bucks fans 
we'll be happy to make it to the NFC Championship game, Chris. Like, you should be happy. Right, You're a but- team that hasn't made the playoffs in forever. If you make the NFC Championship game, you should be really excited. Like, I, I get yes. the Super Bowl or bust mentality, but there's a little bit of, like, you went from the bottom tier to I'm really freaking spoiled and Patriots fans, like, real quick, man. Yes. Like, real quick. And, and like, me, I want to hammer the this lens point needs, Yeah. Because you bring up a really good point, right? It, it, it's one thing to say, oh, Super Bowl or bust, right? But for a team like the Bucks, and, and this works in baseball as well, and it works in football because every game is sudden death. It's one game, do or die, you win or go home just get to the playoffs. Anything mm-hmm. can happen once you get to the playoffs, right? So that is, that is always the, the, the guide to the way that you're, you're, you're attacking a season. We want to get to the postseason, and this Tampa Bay team is good enough to get to the postseason. Now, that is one thing. Then from there you go, okay, is this team an NFC championship contender? Is this team a Super Bowl contender, right? They check the playoff box. I don't think anybody questions that even after this game tonight. But then when you start to look at those other conversations – Again, I'll point to the last three games since that Green Bay game. They don't check the box of a Super Bowl contender after those three games. They just don't. They're not to- there. I, They're missing I, the mark somewhere. I think I to- it's the offense, but other people can point to other things. And I, and I totally get that. I think that's fair. But what team in the NFC does check the box? Agreed. Everybody like, has a flaw, and that's ev- why you get there, and you just hope for the best. But you I, also have to be playing well enough when you get there. Totally understand. And but that's – this is the most parody we've ever seen in the league ever because there's so there's the 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 fact that we didn't play a regular off season right that has a huge impact yes, on how the season has happened and that has a huge impact on the sloppiness and not gelling and there not being chemistry and all these things especially for teams that have a brand new quarterback learning a new system with all new players okay so put that lens on. Then on top of that, you have the variable of COVID, which at any point in time can take any player out of your game, any single one. It is the most variables in an NFL season we've ever had because there is no way to prepare for that. It is chaos on a week-to-week basis trying to figure out what you're going to do. Now, Tampa's done a good job so far. They haven't dealt with a lot of issues, but they have had a lot of injuries. Pretty much their entire offensive set of weapons have been injured at one point or another or are still injured like Chris Godwin Mike Evans still not 100% Scotty Miller not 100% like you've you've got but you can't have excuses there are no excuses for this game there are absolutely no excuses that are going to justify the ass whooping that you put on and there's nothing that myself or Chris can say that is going to make Buccaneers fans feel better it's just not. And, and there isn't anything that exists, right? There is no positive takeaway from this game. No. Nope. No. The only positive takeaway from this game is that you, you had your dud game in November. That's and, the only and thing. No, that, and that, nobody got seriously hurt. Yep. That's, that is the only positive that you can take away from this is that your worst game, your dud performance, your we didn't have it game was in a game that wasn't playoffs wasn't wasn't in the postseason at all and nobody nobody knock on wood got significantly injured and that that is a positive in this season quite frankly because man it has been tough going for injuries injuries that is for sure i'll end this show with this they have not looked great over the last couple of weeks 
and the schedule coming up does not get any easier. So it is put up or shut up time for this team to right these wrongs, to fix these things. Because yes, they won on Monday night against the Giants, but there were things that we talked about that, uh, that they needed to work on. It's at the Panthers, like you mentioned, then it's home against the Rams. That should be a game that they have a chance to win. The Rams aren't that good. This is a Rams team that lost to Miami. They can beat this Rams team. And then it's a potential Super Bowl preview because the Chiefs come to town. Mm-hmm. You want to circle the game on the calendar. You circle November 29th, 225 for us here on the West Coast because that game is going to be the game of the season for this Tampa Bay team because you either show up in that game or I think the conversation of being a Super Bowl contender is over at that point. If you, if you put another dud up in that game, then we need to have a long-form conversation on what this team needs to work on because they'll be missing that big game element. You can't – there is no – this was your outlier. I'm going to give you guys this one. I'm spotting you this L. This very nice of you, Paige. I appreciate okay, you I'm, giving I, it to them. I am spotting the Bucks this L. And I am spotting it because I know this organization from the coaching staff from top to bottom better than I know any in the league. And I have a lot of faith, but I'm also fair in my analysis. I love them. But I will tell him when they're like Bruce always said, I'll tell you when your football sucks. I'll tell him when his football sucks. Tonight, the football sucked from everybody. Yep. Offense, defense, coaching staff across the board. But I have a lot of faith that this team with all this talent and this coaching staff are going to be able to put it together. And guess what? Like you said, it's put up or shut up time. There's no, there's no put it together. There's do it. Yeah, Go you're, show you're, us. You're running out of games. Right? Go you're running out of games. do it. You play Carolina next week, and if you don't show up, you will lose the game. Carolina is not a bad football team. And then you're six and four, and then all of a sudden, this season has gotten just weird in a hurry, right? And you can't video, lose this for those game of you not Carolina. watching the video portion. When I said that, Paige just threw her arms out as if <laughs> to say, like, at that point, I don't know what we do. At that point, this show is going to involve drinks for me because I you got the mighty Vulcan behind you. So you might as I well do. Turn around and grab that. It's listen, I. I will justify quite a bit, but this, I don't think you can justify that 282 passing yards. Yeah. 420 total yards of offense. Are we watching the freaking big 12? Like what the hell? What is that? Jameis Winston got to play in this game tonight too. And just as a reminder, did you see him in the post game? Did you see him eat the W? uh, He was eating. Oh Christ. See, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. This is what I happens. Caution. I said we were going to wrap up the show, and there's no, just more no, no, stuff no. that comes up. This is, this is the petty page Uh-oh. full train, okay? Not the day for the petty page. The Bears lost earlier. The Bucks get blown out. Some people are in trouble. But it's November, and there's a very fine scenario in which these two teams meet again in a game that's going to mean a whole lot oh, sure. more than the regular season. Oh, sure. And I hope you had your fun Uh-oh. because these aren't the games that are going to matter at the end. If you two meet up in the postseason, because guess what? Saints, they're a pretty good team in the regular season. Where are they paper tigers in the postseason? Who did they lose to last year? Kirk freaking Cousins. You want to talk shit in the regular season? Go ahead, paper tigers. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't see the postseason success. I can assure you of that. Because I've seen a whole lot of games that you've been favorites playing home playoff games, getting your ass whooped. So talk your shit now, and I'll sit there and listen to it because Bucks fans deserve it. You deserve to sit there and take your lumps. But uh, you better believe 
I'm saving all the receipts. So just be careful. Okay. I'm fair warning. Fair warning. I feel like before we go, I at least need to mention that Antonio Brown did make his debut for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He participated in this football game, ended with he three did. catches for 31 yards. That's all I need to say about Antonio Brown because it didn't matter that he was on the field or not. He, he was not an impact to what they were doing offensively because nobody was, it was an impact for what they were doing offensively. Tom Brady did not look good. His worst game as a buck, the three picks, uh, a couple of them looked like he was a rookie quarterback. Again, just making some weird decisions and some weird mistakes. So it didn't matter that Antonio Brown was active for this game like we all thought maybe back on Monday when we're like, oh, AB's going to be here. We'll see what this offense looks like. Didn't matter. Didn't matter no. who was on the field for no. them playing receiver. Did I got not ex- matter. The only time I ever had excitement about this game was when they lined up outside. They lined up two wide receivers on the outside. I believe it was Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown, and they were both lined up on the outside. I go, ooh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm excited. What's the, what do we got? What do we got? And it was an incompletion and it was nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. And then that was pretty much foreshadowing for the rest of the game because there wasn't a whole lot to get excited about after that. So a 38-3 to blowout loss on Sunday night football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not a whole lot else that we can say on this show. We will be back on Tuesday for a little bit of a deeper dive into this if there are any th- other things that we need to get into from oh, this. Oh, I'm on to Carolina. Just to be clear. Wow, you're doing the Belichick? You're on to Carolina? Oh, yeah. I ain't talking Carolina. about this shit again okay. on Tuesday. Well, we'll do doinks I- of the week and we'll do enemies of the pod on Tuesday. I can guarantee you that. I don't know how much uh, Buck Saints talks there will be. Maybe something will pop up in between Just now and Cam then. Jordan and Jameis Winston about being enemies of the pod. Well, yeah, I have a feeling they'll make the list. But it is on to Carolina. It is the Panthers next Sunday. So we will preview that on Friday. Hope everyone, despite the loss, the 38-3 loss, hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Fully Loaded Show. Uh, you can follow Paige on Twitter at the underscore sports page. Uh, and follow, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, subscribe. Uh, it's the easiest way for you guys to get involved with the show, to know when these new episodes drop, when the emergency pods drop, when these instant reaction shows also go up. So easiest way to do that is to rate and subscribe. Uh, the Beat JC contest continuing to go on. So join the Discord. I always post the Discord uh, link when I post the show. You can join there and get involved with that. I'll give you an update for all of that on Tuesday. Any parting thoughts, Paige? <sighs> go take parting a thoughts. A, a sigh, a sigh of just complete anguish after watching that football game. Um, no, my parting thoughts are, I know it's going to feel like the sky is falling this week for Bucks fans, okay? Because the national media is paying attention to you for the first time ever, and you felt good about it. You felt like the pretty girl. You're the pretty girl in the room, and everyone's paying attention to you, okay? But now, there's another hot girl in the room, and everybody's paying attention to her instead of you. And you're like, shit, I don't really like not being paid attention to. And that's what it's going to feel like all week long because they're going to be talking about Drew Brees, Taysom freaking Hill, and Alvin Kamara. And this whole Saints team is going to be – the headline of every stupid sports talk show and all first take and blah, 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 blah. Max Kellerman's going to get on and go on a rant about how Tom sucks. You just mentally prepare yourself for that to happen and understand that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're, let them do what they're going to do. This is what they have to do. It's part of the business. You're going to let them, let them go. Do not ride the wave. Maybe take a mental health week. Just check out. 
for a week. Just take a week off. Nothing good is going to come on social media. I can assure you, your social media experience this week is going to suck. It's going to be a bad one. It's going to be a bad one. You're going to feel like the ugliest girl in the room. So just take yourself out. Just, just remove yourself from social media and don't deal with it because it's just allowed Drew Brees this moment. He deserved it. He played exceptionally well. And right now, he deserves to be the person that gets all the attention. So just take your lumps, stay on the sideline, and take a week off because this week is not going to be fun for you. On that note, we will be back on Tuesday. Enemies of the pod, doinks of the week, and uh, maybe we'll get into some of the social media stuff that happens between now and then about this game. Uh, everybody take a deep breath. Deep breath. Just relax. Yoga. Just, yeah, do something. Meditation. There's a lot yeah. of season left. A lot of games to be played. They can recover from this. We think they will, but this is one you just, you kind of just chalk up to it happened. You move on. You just hope it doesn't happen again. So everybody take a deep breath and we will talk to you on Tuesday.